So, uh, so first thing I want to start off on social. So, um, the first thing is the, the commentary off the, I, I think that was a good opportunity and we missed that and that's on us. And so, <clears throat> um, you know, I, I think that post was like a lot of the things that we talk about and do. And we were pretty upset with ourselves that we missed that because we think that was a good comment up um, to be more timely. And I think, you know, after our discussion last week, it's it's something that we want to make more efforts to be more proactive about is is commenting and and kind of shoving ourselves in the conversations. Um, so uh, so it, it's so so now we're we, so we, we kind of went through and we, we, we had a little huddle and we're trying to figure out how do we mitigate this from happening again. Um, and so, you know, our, our current fixes for it are, you know, adding our personal accounts into the Twitter group because most of the things that we're doing are on Typefully. So we're not seeing a lot of the DMs that are happening consistently. So if our personal accounts are in there, then we're definitely more conscious of things that the community is bringing up. Um, so I think that's going to fix that for the most part. Um, I think we still want to continue to focus on replies, and I think we're kind of in a better system. And then the other thing is that, you know, one of the things that's actually beneficial for us is that we have different time zones. So uh, Madison, who's kind of been working on the day-to-day -day socials mostly, um, she's in Australia. And then, you know, Joey, Rob, and I are over here in the States. So that gives us pretty good coverage over time zones so we can be a little bit better about being more timely. So... Uh, I think it, it, it was totally fair and it's something that like we definitely messed up on and we definitely don't want to miss like good comment ops again. Um, so we're definitely taking the steps in order to fix those things. Um, it's the first thing that we wanted to hit. Um, second thing, okay, and, and, and I, I think this part, I would love for this to be a little bit of collaborative discussion. Um, so you know, we've been thinking, okay, so, so one of the things that we do quite a bit of is we try to put ourselves in the shoes of users and put ourselves in the shoes of the types of people that we're trying to bring into the ecosystem, right? So, you know, take, you know, taking ourselves out of, hey, we're on the bean team and putting ourselves into the, hey, we're just your average crypto degen and we're always looking for like new cool opportunities. So... When we did that exercise of, you know, like, you know, me, Joey and Rob kind of putting ourselves in the shoes of, you know, back in our regular DGEN shoes as if we weren't involved with Beanstalk at all. If we were to see uh, the threads that are happening on Bean Farmers or some of the updates happening on uh, the, the Beanstalk Farms account, you know, we're trying to think about how that would resonate with us as like your average DGEN. And... The place that we came after that is that, you know, the educational content is great and, and incredibly necessary and obviously nothing that we plan to give up. You know, it's something that we definitely plan to double down on. But, you know, like, when, like we discussed when we had been brought in originally is like not only is there like a general governance apathy, but, you know, there's kind of a general like, you know, potential like overlooking of like and kind of a... a an association of Beanstalk with the hack too much. And so uh, we think that there's a lot of people that just kind of see it and write it off and maybe aren't as aware about all the steps that are being taken in order to like improve the project and recapitalize the project, right? So if you're just, if you put yourself in an average user's shoes and then you see, okay, there's like this decentralized algo stable coin, okay? 
interesting. I think like they're, you know, the average user is going to be like, okay, I post this USDC DPEG. There's probably an important use case for it. And then they look into the project and then they see, okay, well, it's kind of been on the steady downtrend and it's at like 90 cents. So like that user, that incremental user is how we kind of identify them as. Most of those users aren't probably going to get excited about investing in a stable coin that's in a slow downtrend, even if that might be offset by the benefits of depositing those beans in the silo and receiving seed and stock. So we're trying to think about how do we move the needle with that incremental user? Right? How do we get that person who's tangentially understanding of the protocol or at least understands the general concept or maybe as broad of the concept as gets as in just like algo stablecoin at absolute top how do we get that person to kind of reshape the way they're thinking about the protocol and and kind of uh change their current mindset and thought process into seeing the bigger picture about what's happening here and the idea that we came with is that we need something a little bit bigger and splashier um, in terms of marketing rather than just like educational threads that might move the needle a little bit, but might not be moving the needle for that incremental user. So how can we kind of pop and get in front of that incremental user's face and convince them that everything that we're working on here is like that, that there's a future payoff, right? That they're not just investing in this stable coin. That's kind of in this downward slope, but that this is an investment to make, you know, and I, I, I think like the, you know, the, the, this idea that, you know, there's like this like kind of moral reason that we should be investing in this experiment is great. That's not going to get the incremental user excited. What's going to get them excited is that they see where we are, but they can see where we're going. So all of that to say that we think that we need to run a, a really strong campaign specifically around trying to grab that incremental user. I want to I want to frame our thought process so that I can get into the how we're going to do this. So I think like and, and also open to kind of hearing everybody else's thoughts about this kind of framing. And if they agree that like maybe that incremental that next user is going to be a part of the protocol. Are they like is the just the educational content going to push them or do we need something big and splashy in order to pull them back in? So. We think that something splashy is needed and something kind of larger and cohesive. And so that's why we're, we're, we're thinking about, you know, so we're doing our, our kind of content planning for the month of May. And that's where we think where we have this one month spot in between, you know, like, you know, kind of May, June, when Wells is kind of theoretically kind of May, June, July, when Wells is theoretically going to come out. And now that we've kind of kicked off where we have this month of May and we think that we should use this month of May to create like a really big splashy campaign. And so what we're thinking, and, and this is just like what we've thought rudimentarily uh, as kind of the, the, these, the like kind of baseline of this campaign is something like being back better. Um, you know, we're not like sold on this name. We obviously want to like run it by, you know, the community guy, poobs and kind of get the buy in on this. But the idea is we want to run a campaign about what's happened 
and more importantly, where we're going, right? And so if we want to think about that incremental, and so this entire campaign is circled around getting that, that incremental user or those group of incremental users to get re-excited about the protocol and what's happening. Now, how do we get people excited about what's happening with the protocol and make it look to them like it's worth investing and putting their money in the ecosystem, holding, being, depositing in the silo? How do we do that? We show them what's coming down the roadmap. So uh, like this entire long kind of monologue is essentially for us to say that we think that we should do a kind of splashy being back better campaign that's more focused on articulating the roadmap over the next three, six, nine months, essentially through the end of the year to get people excited about, oh, okay, Bean is here, it's back. We are the only protocol that's been able to go through an exploit and build the entire community back better and stronger. And we're doing that through this series of things, series of things that we've been working on and this roadmap that we're going to continue to implement in order to get people excited about what's coming and draw in that incremental user. Um, so I, I want to pause right there if anyone has any like thoughts or questions or, you know, I, I want to kind of debate this out and kind of get some guys take on this. Um, so that we can like kind of come together to get to the right answer. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts, Guy. I'm not sure I do, honestly. Um, uh, like, do, do you kind of agree that this is kind of a route that we need to go? Or is it like, are you just kind of like uh, processing it for the most part? I think I followed most of the theory. I guess it's not not clear to me what it means to implement this. Oh, so not, 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 okay, so what implementation looks like is a cohesive strategy between that pulls in all of content, social, and PR in order to implement. So, so like nothing extra is needed on you guys as far as implementation. We just want to run the strategy and the thought process behind or through you guys, just so that, you know, if we're, if you guys think that this is kind of the right way to think about it, or if you guys think like, Hey, this isn't kind of how we think we should get to this end goal. If there's like a different way you guys are thinking about it. So what this would look like is, you know, probably a big, larger campaign of um, and, and a larger kind of call it like a content sprint about what the roadmap looks like. We think of something like a a beanstalk manifesto. So I'll I'll shoot you guys an example of something that we worked on with another project. Um, so if you guys are familiar with Evmos, um, I'll drop this in the chat. I think they did this very well. I'll drop this in our Scribe chat. So I think they, I think this is a good case study for some of the things where it's like, and Evmos kind of has this issue too, is like this general apathy around like this Cosmos EVM and they're kind of getting eaten by some of the other guys in this kind of cross-chain space, like an Axelar and things like that. And so what they did that I think worked very well and they were get, able to get a lot of press and attention over is they were like, hey, this is like, this is what we're doing here, right? So first you want to establish big picture framing of like, <clears throat> This is what we're doing here and why, 
Okay. And then, and, and so, you know, for us, this would be something more like, Hey, this is, you know, the issues that are happening in the world. This is why, you know, Beanstalk is very important and then go into a very cohesive roadmap about, Hey, yes, we understand we're at 90 cents, but these are all the things that are happening in order for us to get to this end goal, this end state of why we're putting all this work into this ecosystem. So, uh, you know, not that we would need anything from you guys, but more so about, hey, we're going to do more roadmap content and then we're going to put it into a large Beanstalk manifesto and then we're going to push it in BD. We're going to push it in PR. We're going to throw it all over social. And we're going to try to do one, like a bigger campaign. You know, we can do a little bit of like um, teasing about like, oh, like we have something really big coming. We got a really big announcement, right? Getting people excited about, oh, there's something coming. We're going to announce something. And then boom, come up with this big like manifesto type campaign where it's like, hey, here's this large seminal piece about what's happening. We're going to break it down in all these threads and things like that about all these new upgrades that are coming. And then... uh you know, kind of giving that to the community and everybody and people so that we can f find that incremental user. They'll see this content, they'll get excited by it, and they'll be like, okay, this is an ecosystem that I want to be a part of, that I want to invest in, that I want to deposit in the silo and things like that. And I'll just add really quick, like the uh, kind of the motivation behind this in our initial call a while back, um, it was a little bit more technical. I had brought up like, our main goal is <clears throat> let's get let's get Bean back to peg. Let's recapitalize hold two objectives that we are going for. And while like those kind of that that maybe has always been the case of maybe the North Star of what we're going for, like uh Poobs had said that's great and that maybe is the goal, but like our goal is to get people involved, like Ishan said, in the ethos of Beanstalk, involved for this kind of movement and experiment of, of this algorithmic stablecoin. And now and and we kind of thought more about it and um we're we're trying to kind of revisit that idea that like we do need to address these um the the ninety cent stablecoin. We do need to address like recapitalizing things, but maybe shifting and taking Poob's input and saying like maybe we shouldn't be saying like these are objectives this is the goal that we're going for but focusing on the roadmap on how we're going to get there breaking down like why people should be involved from that perspective um of, of those two issues that i just brought up so that was kind of like the main thinking behind like why we need to shift maybe our thought process around just getting people organically to be interested in this uh, in this protocol at, from an education standpoint and all that, and and really like kind of trying to shove it in into the narrative. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that that's much more clear. I appreciate it. Um, and by the way, Najak, you shouldn't be server muted anymore. So feel free to speak up if you like. But they make an interesting point, which is that, that specifically the beanback better terminology does sort of refer to it being in a bad spot or Beanstalk being in a you know weak position or recovering from the hack and the like, and that might not be the best terminology, but no, that's not what you guys are necessarily going for. Um, but yeah, the explanation of uh, you know here's the like high level theme around which all this you know content and work is is centered around makes sense. Uh, very much love the idea of a manifesto. Uh, yeah, not sure if I have too many other 
other salient thoughts, but uh, the concept is much more clear to me now. Yeah, so we, we wanted to articulate to you guys like the thesis, like we're, we're not totally, we totally understand like uh, and that's exactly what we said is when, when we said beanbag betters, that's, ex that's literally what I said to the team. I was like, uh, I don't know if they're going to like that because they don't want to kind of see being in this negative position because this is the protocol just working as it is. So totally agree there. I think like we can play with the wording, but I think we wanted to articulate to you guys the why we think this is necessary and then show you guys like this is how we think we're going to get there. So next steps on our end in order to implement this is, you know, one, we we, we want to make a better effort about coming to the weekly dev calls. So we will we'll be there tomorrow in the dev call um, and we'll sit through most of it. And so but we also want to kind of run this by poobs and kind of talk to them about it. And then on top of that, I think maybe we might want another call with poobs in order to get a better look at the entirety of the roadmap again. I know we went through this uh, a lot of this in our kickoff call, but maybe a little more granular about each area of the roadmap or and something we can potentially even do async just so that we can articulate what we want to and understand what we don't want to mess, you know, put in this idea. But I, I do think it is really important for us to do something big and splashy to get people reignited and re-excited and kind of bring it back to top of mind and show people that they're not investing in this 90 cent stablecoin, that they're investing in this like larger vision and that, you know, we're going to get back to peg and we're taking these steps in order to, and, you know, we're also building all these other things to build on top of this ecosystem. And um, another question I had about this kind of roadmap discussion is um, where do you guys see things like root in this larger kind of roadmap ecosystem building? Like, would you rather us not really talk about root or would you rather us kind of point to root as a way that the ecosystem is expanding? Like, how, how do you guys look at the relationship between root and... Um, you know, some of the other kind of initiatives like that versus like a Wells. Um. Well, I guess I would say that in the grand scheme of the Beanstalk ecosystem being successful, Root will be an important building block, but I almost can't even advise on like what to say about it just because I, I you know i don't have the latest information on what exactly they're working on at the moment and like the long-term roadmap but i feel like there should be uh you know no holding back as far as talking about it as far as i'm concerned uh, I, I i just won't be the best resource for the information okay yeah that makes sense but um, i know you, you you know i'm sure you have contact with manifold and he'd be happy to talk about it yeah, I, I just yeah, I, I I yeah, I think that answers the question, which is like, what's the appetite for discussing the larger ecosystem? And I think that yeah, like I think it's I mean, plenty plenty appetite. Cool. Okay, because yeah, I, I think it's a cool different thing to show people that like there's things that we can build on top of this ecosystem, um, and and so so yeah, I definitely think that's good, um, and and so. Uh, we'll come into I mean, if anything, I think that, and, and sorry to interrupt, but I think that does feed into the whole, like, you know, concept of, if the goal is to get people excited, like, you know, telling people about what's getting built on top of Beanstalk, to me, seems pretty exciting. And, you know, that doesn't just go for Root, but also other protocols, um, 
you know, maybe you can go bother the, the irrigation guys. Uh, I mean, I, I still don't really know what they're working on, but they've been working on something. And uh, it is related to Beanstalk somehow. So that would be something to potentially look into, too. Yeah, that, that, yeah that's exactly. Um, yeah, I, I, I forgot about irrigation. That's definitely something that um, we want to kind of hit. Uh, am I – so, like, uh, we, I mean, so there's uh, – okay. So, obviously, there's root. There's irrigation. And then on the bean side, there's uh, wells. And then there's – uh pumps right is there anything else off the top of your head that i'm missing like any of these big ones like big ones that are actively being developed currently yeah. or like or, or I, uh, I guess like you know even anything a little later than ideation well i guess a little later than ideation would be like on-chain governance and the stock gauge system okay um, anything else in that roots irrigation category? I think those are the two big ones, right? Can anyone else think of anything? I'm drawing a blank. The are you talking the stock gauge system? This isn't referring to shifting the stock rewards for unripe assets, right? This is for irrigation. Uh, no, no, none of these are, that's not for irrigation, but, uh, basically by gauge system, that would be like a more flexible way to adjust the seeds rewards. Whereas yeah. adjusting, you know, the, the thing that's pending on the roadmap in the next, you know, month, six weeks or so is, uh, just like a static adjustment to the unripe yeah. seeds. For and then make that dynamic in the future. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, so say like, uh, you know, at this point, for example, the DAO could have already, it, it's there's pretty clear consensus among the community to make that change. And the idea is like, well, if there was like a more dynamic way to do that, that could, decision could have already been made, like in real time, uh, you know, adjusting for, you know, current yeah. conditions. Like, hey, no one's converting, let's reward the unripe bean more seeds, for example. Yeah. That's, that can't yeah. happen at the moment. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's good enough. Yeah, so this is perfect. So I, I think we're all kind of in agreement that like this is, so we'll run it by poops as well and we'll come into the, the yeah. call tomorrow. To talk. Yeah, I was gonna, just gonna make a meta comment, which is that, yeah, you should, you guys should feel free to always come to the DAO meeting and ask questions exactly like that. Uh, I feel like, you know, there's been an unfortunate lack of questions recently and, and that'd be great to stimulate some discussion, but also, if uh yeah if you guys you know want some extended discussion with anyone uh, including Publius, you know they're there on the DAO meetings we can also ask them to come to these meetings uh, you know a particular one of these meetings uh if you have a bunch of questions to, to run through so uh you know as always want to make make sure we're as available as possible for you guys yeah we but also on the other hand you know i don't know that any of us have all the answers on the roadmap part yet, but but even even related to that, you know, Publius is probably the best best person to talk about how far along the thinking is for any particular project. 
Perfect. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I, I appreciate the context. So, um, so as far as like content planning, um, you know, essentially what we're thinking is like, you know, we're going to keep up with the educational content up through April. I think like, you know, uh, the, the, the thread that we have where every time we're doing an educational thread, we're adding it to that meta thread. I think that's going to be really successful as kind of this pinned resource where when people need that Eli 5 understanding of the different mechanisms that they have that, and that's something we'll continue. But what we're going to be working on over the next two and a half weeks is this sprint planning for May, where in May we want to make it like Bean Manifesto month. And, and uh, you know, we're going to kind of work over this next two weeks and put a sprint in in order to get all this roadmap stuff going because we think that's what's going to be needle moving. And then we follow that up with, oh, these guys are actually shipping. Like, look at Wells. And then we do a really big launch for Wells. That, you know, not only is it going to help us on the PR side, is something to kind of get other journalists talking about and excited about expanding the range ecosystem. But, uh, you know, you know, f pu pulling that and pushing that into wells and actually shipping wells is going to be a big step in actually getting people excited. It's like, oh, okay, they put out this bean manifesto and oh shit, they actually just shipped a dex. Like, okay, let me see what's kind of going on in here. Um, so we think that those are going to be pretty big steps um, in order to get kind of where we where we want to. So that's on like kind of the social and content side. You're still going to see educational content and threads over the next two, two and a half weeks. Um, you know, this is kind of the calendar of things you're going to be seeing. Uh, you know, we're doing some stuff about ripe unripe assets. Uh, you know, we're this Monday. Okay, so getting into long form. Um, you know, we're we're going to be doing like a, a metric and analysis kind of breakdown every, uh, definitely every quarter, maybe even a little bit more often, where we're going to be looking at all the metrics. Uh, you know, looking at all the seat like seasons and anything big that happened and things like that. So kind of doing an analysis similar to you know Rob was doing a lot of this. Rob, you want to hop in? Uh, you can keep going, uh, but once you're done, yeah, I'll hop in for a sec. Uh, yeah, just like, you know, very similar to some of the things that are happening in LUSD. You know, Rob, you know, Rob's done a lot of that, that content over there, so we're trying to kind of uh, uh, imitate or, like, mimic that a little bit, and we think that's going to be good content to kind of give people a recap of what's been happening over the quarter, and then, uh, you know, some, you know, more flavors of stable coins educational-type content, which will take us into May, where we'll do kind of stronger campaign planning. All right, yeah, so um, about the, like, kind of quarterly report long form, these are just some of the things that I was um, going to put in as far as metrics. So if there's anything I miss here, please let me know. Um, it's stats about the temperature and, like, the range it's been in over the quarter, uh, like highs and lows, averages, all that good stuff. Um, pods and the pod rate. Available soil, how that changed over the quarter. Um, bean mints throughout the quarter stock and seed numbers um volatility uh just like you know what the price action has looked like how stable it's been um and then what it looked like during the march uh like usdc stablecoin dpeg like how it was affected during that time um, versus other coins and yeah that's uh that, that was the first few things i had thought out for this but I can put that list in the chat as well if anyone wants to see it. Uh, if there's any suggestions for things I should add, please let me know. Well, I think the new bean mints metric won't be particularly interesting this uh, this last quarter. I guess a couple other quick thoughts. I guess the yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm interested to see the list. I guess the what was the last thing? That last one you mentioned. I dropped, I dropped it in the uh, scribe chat. 
Yeah, I, well, quick thing I wanted to add on the volatility in March is that, unfortunately, I think a lot of the infrastructure, like in the subgraph that stores the price, uh, historical price data and things like that, assumes that the price of three curve is always one, which is not always true. And so during the USDC DPEG, the price of three curve uh, understandably dropped and it made it appear that the bean price did not change and stayed at 92 cents the whole weekend whenever USDC debugged, but it the price changed in, in reality the price changed just as much because at the end of the day the only thing giving beans its price is three curve uh, under which there's USDC so anyway uh, it is, yeah, it's kind of like a technicality, but just That's wanted to point out that, just want to point out that I, I don't think it, we can really say something like, Hey, look at how stable bean was during the DPEG. Yeah. Yeah. That's a valid point there. Um, and it could be a good opportunity to clarify again for people reading it, how the peg price is calculated and, uh, you know, with all this stuff, it's not really like hey, this is going to be the best like promotion in the world for Beanstalk. Look at how amazing these stats are. But it's more of just to like show people, you know, this is where it's at. Like it's kind of a, it's an honest like quarterly report. It's not really um, going to be kind of like bias and like put things into like a super positive spin. Although that will be done like when it's warranted by the metrics. Um, it's more just like setting the bar for, you know, <clears throat> how we're going to inform people about the protocol. It still doesn't drop... Makes a ton of sense. It still didn't drop the price as much as um, USDC itself, right? Because it's also like... Oh, I guess I did too, yeah. And all the USDT was taken out of the pool. Um, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, what, what you said, Randy, about you know this just being... Here's the data. Uh, that makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, there's obviously going to be opportunities uh, when good numbers come up or just at least positive changes come up uh, to highlight that, and I definitely will. But, you know, if something isn't exactly good in terms of the metrics, it's not like we're just going to leave that stuff off just because it looks bad, you know? It's just more of a kind of being transparent with the community about what's going on. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so that that's what we're gonna expect with long form. Um, on the uh, so I, I'll hit PR first. Um, so like we had mentioned last week, we have we have Carla, uh, Patrick, and uh, Kyle here as well. Oh, our, our new PR team. Um, so you know they uh, you know we're we're just kind of getting them onboarding and rolling. But um, you know we're really psyched to have them on board. We think they're gonna help out a lot um, on the PR side. Just quick PR updates. Um, so I, I just dropped a message to Poobs, but, um, yeah, so we, we have a confirmation on the Fiscus Digital podcast and that'll be a Twitter space. So, uh, you know, definitely want to see some, you know, definitely would love to see good attendance from the community there, but, um, you know, so we've got that Fiscus Digital, they're building like a stable coin platform with like a, a stable coin rating system. Um, so in like kind of a stable coin educational platform. So I think that's a, it's a really good fit. 
Um, so we were able to get that. So that'll be either next Monday or next Thursday, depending on when Poobs is available. And then the following week, uh, we got a cool opportunity on um, the uh, Decent People pod. Uh, we're, we're finalizing that where we'll be able to get um, Poobs on with... Uh, uh, his name is uh, Matt Lysing or something like that. Um, he, I'll, I'll send a link... Uh, but his podcast is like really successful. I mean, he has like a lot of pretty insane names that have been on his podcast, like almost like every big name you can kind of think of in the industry, like, you know, Kana from Jump and Eamon from uh, from from uh, Avalanche. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at the list right now, the, the Solana guys, uh you know, on a Joe Lubin uh, consensus on and on. So it's a pretty successful, he's a really big journalist. And so he's kind of, and, and the, the, the take on it is a little more about, so his podcast is a little bit more about the people behind the protocols rather than the protocols itself. But obviously there's plenty of opportunity to talk about the project itself, but he's really interested in kind of like the Publius and the anonymity and the, you know, why and, uh, stuff like that. So I think that's a pretty good opportunity to get in front of a pretty decent crowd. So um, we'll set that up for the following week, but uh, another pretty good PR opportunity. And then uh, it'll also be on Decential, which is like this, their, their new kind of up and coming growing media website that's like trying to be like, uh, let's, they're trying to be like what Fortune magazine is to Web 2. They're trying to be in Web 3. So a little more like entrepreneurial but people-based rather than like you know just product 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 um so we'll run that by them if it's something they're interested in but i think that's going to be a good op to kind of get in front of a different audience and kind of hit some of the ethos of being a little bit um and then um you know uh, we're just onboarding the new pr team so so definitely more pr stuff coming uh joey you want to hit bd or you want me to just run through it real quick yeah um you can you can just click that it's super quick um but pretty much we, like I mentioned on the last call, um, we just have a list of kind of educational focus stuff, just getting the bean name out there. Um, starting to reach out to just some points of contact here. Um, and yeah, I mean like the bottom of the list, those are all kind of just third party things that depending on your location, um, and, um, sorry, my mind just completely shut off for a sec. Um, depending on where you're at and kind of what your search history, everything like that, those will come up. Um, maybe a little bit more of the normie crowd, but just things that come up when you search crypto, I, I guess, um, and whatnot. Um, so that's kind of like just trying to get being out there and easily accessible for maybe more of the normie crowd and also just getting the name a little bit more reputable and making sure everything is clean and consistent across the big names as well, like Binance and Coinbase. Um, so this is kind of our, our initial goals with just getting all this stuff cleaned up and making sure that everything is consistent, um, prices and, and all that. And I know that you guys have worked with uh, CoinMarketCap and we'll probably face some roadblocks there in terms of making sure stuff is calculated the same and whatnot. And I'm, I'm sure that'll be a bottleneck, but just hoping to get at least a good amount of this checked off. Um, so, yeah. So that's um, kind of the plan for BD is like the first kind of big step is like getting everything cleaned up in all the public channels and outlets um, so that it, all the information is kind of easier to access. Um, but yeah, just to kind of sum everything up, uh, 
you know, socials, you know, we're working on more replies and making sure that we're able to hit all those replies to kind of shove us into conversations to kind of expand the, the, the chamber a little bit, the echo chamber potentially. Um, yeah, we, we definitely think that we need to do this larger kind of campaign planning. So we're going to shoot to have all of this kind of ready to kind of present and, and kind of finalize as far as the content for next week. And then we can start building out the end and how kind of the calendar ready over the next week. And then, uh, so, you know, we'll come into the call tomorrow. We'll start to ask some questions. We'll get a better idea of the roadmap again. Uh, we might need a call with Poobs to kind of walk us through that this full roadmap concept. And then we want to come out with, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, we want to come out with a kind of really big, splashy bean manifesto. This is what we're working on. This is why you should kind of spend your time here campaign. Um, you know, kind of looking at some of these other bean initiatives as well. Um, long form, we want to... Uh, you know, like we have the educational content still going to turn out for the rest of the month and we're going to continue to add some uh, BD kind of focusing on the educational side uh, and the PR getting poops on a couple podcasts. And then, uh, you know, we, we get the PR team in place to now be able to hit some uh, more publications and things like that. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's what the scribe team is working on right now. Um, yeah, if anyone's have any questions, we can hang out for a couple or if not, you can uh, kind of find us in the chat as well. Just one quick note. Uh, I'm coming up with the next month's set of blog post ideas. And if anyone has a certain topic they'd like to see covered or you know, some element of Beanstalk that you think isn't getting talked about enough, uh, just let me know and I'll definitely consider writing about it. Um, yeah, if there's no other questions, I mean, I appreciate your guys' time. Uh, yeah we'll uh see you guys we'll see you guys tomorrow on the dev call um but yeah same time next week thanks guys appreciate it